Hey, welcome to Answer the Call. I'm Kelsey Kemp. I'm a career coach specialized in helping Christians discern their calling and then practically land a job or start a business that's aligned with it. And one huge pivotal part of making that whole practicality piece happen is obviously networking, which I have come to find out is a topic that a lot of y'all cringe and don't really like even thinking about. So that's why I'm doing this mini series addressing it so you can actually learn, not just like learn to love it in like a eat your vegetables kind of way, but seriously, get so amped about it and have it be one of the most exciting aspects of your life. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it because I used to hate it, straight up hate it. Uh, and think it was so disingenuous and pushy and fake and bleh, whatever. Um, but now I just see life as one big relationship encounter and it's so exciting. And that's also in another way to say it called networking. So anyway, I am going to help you really learn to embrace it as such a powerful aspect of a career that is meaningful and really serves others and fulfills your highest potential. Um, and I am especially excited to continue this series by today tackling another aspect of this topic, which is informational interviews. I don't know if actually I would really love genuinely if you would reach out to me on Instagram at Kelsey underscore the called career and let me know is that a term that you've heard before is that familiar to you I know I, I think it was uh, a couple years back I don't even know if I have heard uh, if I had heard the term informational interviews when I was in college looking for my first job but certainly once I got into the professional realm I had but I realized maybe not everyone has heard of it but either way if you haven't heard of that term let me break down what it really means it's basically just initiating a conversation with someone who can answer career-related questions that are on your mind for the purpose of collecting the most powerful information from the source instead of just relying on Google uh, and also building a relationship in the process, which is so powerful in life and needless to say in your career. Uh, so if you want to just call it informational interviews to give it a term or those conversations that you have when you're like, oh, I know that like my aunt's coworker actually has a business like that. I wonder how she did it. Let me ask her. Or like, I know that my brother's friend got into that master's program. Um, I wonder if he really liked it. I'd like to ask his opinion. You initiate that conversation. You ask them a couple questions. It's that classic like, hey, do you have like 15 to 20 minutes to talk during a coffee break or something? Those. That is an informational interview if you haven't called it that before. Um, but in this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about, well, I already covered what they are, but I'm also going to be sharing why they are no joke. I'm not just like throwing out the word critical here, really. Why they are sincerely critical to your job hunt and career success. Uh, I truly truly believe like I get so fired up about this topic my hair could light on fire as I talk about it I really am so passionate about the what I believe to be the truth that informational interviews really are one of the core secrets <laughs> to mastering a lifetime of job hunts you know what's crazy I recently 
uh, was researching some job hunt statistics for a lot of different areas of job hunt strategy. And one statistic I came across was the average person will go through 12 jobs in their lifetime. And I thought, wow, that is 12, at least 12, if not a lot more distinct seasons of trying to get a job. And that could be rewarding. That could be scary. It could be uh, not rewarding, very defeating, all these things, but I'm here to help you through it. But I just thought, wow, okay, if we think of the lifetime strategy, like, let's learn ways that you could really have a lifetime of being empowered and excited. And like, yeah, this is totally going to work out that have that kind of attitude. Every time you think maybe it's time for me to go out and look for another job. Because you will have many jobs in your lifetime, even if you feel that the next one is like so meant to be and it's aligned with your calling soon enough, praise God, you're going to grow up and out of that and you're going to be looking for the next one and that's all good. So anyway, I'm going to cut myself off because I think I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm going to talk first about, give you just a picture really of why informational interviews are essential to your job hunt. Here's what they could give you and help you with if you engage intentionally with seeking out these conversations. One, they can help you confirm or deny if the career options you're currently considering will truly be a good fit for you. One question, I actually, I think I mentioned this. Yeah, I did in my last episode on three questions that you absolutely must ask uh, at least three people before deciding on a certain uh, next uh, career leap or career pivot or whatever it is. Um, And one of those questions that I love asking that really helps you confirm if a job is a fit for you or not is asking a person who's in this role you're potentially aspiring to ask them, what would someone really have to be good at, like doing, and then also have a tolerance for or be okay with to really find this job satisfying in the long run? Uh, That is a really high quality question that gives a lot of insight. Um, Second, informational interviews help you gain insider info to help you identify the niche or lesser known roles within a potentially more like umbrella role that you thought was the end all be all. So for instance, you might think maybe I want to go into HR or maybe I want to go into UX design. Did you know that at least within UX design, there's a lot of different niches and very specific roles. There's UX development, which is different than UX design, which is different than UX research. Just like in HR, you could be a HR business partner, HR generalist, generalist, whoa, I stuttered on that. And then like, as you move up in the ranks, you could be specialized in a, like almost it seems like from what I've learned, infinite uh, variety of niches, like you could go really hard into um, the recruiting niche or uh, employment law or onboarding or retention uh, and attraction or um, gosh, HR people are like, Kelsey, I think that you're saying some of those wrong. I'm just trying to quote it off the top of my head. But uh, anyway, so informational interviews very, it's so important, very, very important to ask questions to get to know, hey, are there any specialties or niches within this role? Can you tell me a little bit more about them? And then you get to find out, whoa, option B was definitely the most interesting to me. Do you know of anyone who specializes in that niche in particular, if the person you're talking to doesn't? Yeah, okay, awesome. Would you mind connecting us? Boom, that is such 
a like perfect move right there, then you get to ask even more detailed and really helpful questions to that person who has a wealth of knowledge. And they just open up this new whole new world for you. That's what I love about informational interviews. Really, it just seems like all the time, if you constantly engage in this practice, which I even do, I am not a job seeker. I'm a business owner, but I still like just kind of have this posture of life where I'm always connecting with people asking, oh my gosh, that's so cool. How did you get into that? Or um, like, what do you have to, uh, again, that question of like, be good at and have a tolerance for to really be satisfied in that role long term. Or just asking detailed questions, because I also see it as a part of my job to know a very, uh, like a lot, a lot, a lot of job options and details. So I kind of go on informational interviews for y'all all all the time in my clients. Uh, But anyway, so... Um, another thing that informational interviews can give you is they could help you gain mentorship and feedback from trusted advisors to potentially generate even more career options if you need them. If after an informational interview, you're like, you know, honestly, thank you so much for sharing all this. Maybe I'm not actually that interested in, I don't know, whatever you were thinking of. Maybe I'm not that interested in having my own photography business. Okay. Uh, so if you're talking to someone that has gotten to know you a little bit, or you said what you're really looking for generally, um, or maybe they're even a closer connection that you're talking to, and they do have a chance to know you personally a little bit more, ask them, hey, based on what you know about me or what you've heard uh, me talk about thus far, do you actually know of or think of any other um, options, career options I should look into instead? I bet you they will have some ideas. Um, or have had other people come to them and with those same qualms and then they realize, oh yeah, actually my f- friend Erica got into this and she ended up really liking it and she had the same concerns as you and this job over here was the ended up being the perfect fit and uh, mitigated those concerns. Um, anyway, so that's another thing, really invaluable thing that informational interviews can give you. Um, and that mentorship that you're also gaining in these conversations will if you ask the right questions and are just very intentional, they'll help you gain an understanding of the fastest and most effective path you could take to the job you want. If you're like, oh gosh, I really don't know how I would make that work, or gosh, that seems like really competitive and hard to get after finding a certain job that you're super interested in, but maybe it's intimidating or seems like there's some barrier to entry of any kind, or even if you're like, oh gosh, it kind of seems like I'd have to go back to school for that. Is that true? Ask someone who did it. (laughs) Ask them, you know, what's the best way to get get my foot in the door? Is it true that I would really have to spend like three years over here side hustling? Or is it true that I'd have to go and get my master's in XYZ? Oh my gosh, the this is like so freeing and tangibly life-changing. Gosh, the amount of times that I um, I feel that I'm able to save people from going and spending maybe $40,000 on a master's program in addition to two years of lost earnings, it, it just like has the most insane life impact. So really ask these questions and I bet you, you will be able, most likely, depending on the profession, um, there are a few professions that we all have in our minds, like nursing or whatnot, um, that, you know, school's required. But anyway, ask this mentor, 
is it really as hard as I am thinking to get into it? What, what would be the most efficient path in your uh, view that I could use to get my foot in the door? Are there any just like shorter certification programs that I could get into? What really matters? What would help me stand out? Ask all these questions to the right people instead of just Google. Because, oh my goodness, Google does not... It Okay, one, it might bring up a plethora of... Um, information that's maybe not as relevant or powerful as you would have, that you would think. Uh, it might be pretty deceptive in that, and you really need to back it up with a real expert opinion of someone who is in that field. Um, and then two, it also can potentially convince you that uh, the path to what you want is more complicated or impossible than it really is. Again, get an expert opinion. Um, so, Anyway, uh, I, another thing that informational interviews can give you is they can just help you complete thorough research and exploration in a clear and concise way without driving you crazy having to go up to like 10 pages in Google search results. Um, and all the while, also, real conversations with real people gives you so much more of a confident basis to move forward in this direction in your career because humans thrive based off stories and examples not data that is one thing that it in witnessing and helping people like so dozens of people through significant life changes I have learned without a doubt, and this is also a part of my coaching training uh, as a certified professional coach and whatnot, I know that people rarely ever change or, you know, if I give them a statistic, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but if I give them a story of, you know, I have seen someone else go through this exact same thing. This is how they felt before. This is what they ended up doing differently. Gosh, even though they don't know that person personally, doesn't matter. Their eyes light up. They have a, uh, a flame of belief really like, oh, wait, if that could happen for them, this could happen for me. Uh, make it personal, get stories and examples in front of you to empower you. So I love that these conversations give you a chance to have that. Um, and lastly, I mean, gosh, I bet I could go on, but I'm going to add this as the last very compelling point, if the others weren't compelling enough, as to why you should endeavor out into these conversations consistently and boldly. But one thing, other thing is that they'll help you not only understand what kind of role and career path you want to go after, but also find out details like find out which company, team, or even boss that you want to work under in that role or in that specialty. Really, you could obviously strike up conversations with, okay, let's say uh, I'm going to continue with the UX development example. So, um, Let's say I do some informational interviews because actually I'm going to give a client example. Uh, one of my clients, she ended up deciding she wanted to go into this um, from structural engineering into UX development. But the first steps of her informational interviews that allowed her to even start considering UX development and made her realize that she wanted to go after it was 
Um, it was a career option that she had casually heard about, kind of piqued her interest. She ended up realizing after I had her go through all of her LinkedIn network and Facebook connections, even she knew someone from high school that uh, was a UX developer. So she struck up that conversation. That friend gave her so much information about, uh, hey, did you know that this is what it's like to work for a large company? This is what it's like to work for an agency. Here are the three uh, specialties within user experience design and whatever. Um, and so then once she was able to confirm here, I definitely do want to go into the field of UX. And uh, by the way, I'm so sorry. I've been saying UX as if all of you might know that. Um, it's user experience is, uh, and it's a realm of uh, tech jobs, essentially. Uh, but anyway, so once she figured out that she wanted that role, and then she figured out what specialty she wanted. She kept on pressing into more and more informational interviews to find out which training program or boot camp is seen as most credible because there's a lot pumping ads out there that maybe aren't actually credible or seen as desirable by employers. Uh, then she continued to press into informational interviews and she told me, Kelsey, is it weird that I feel like I just can't stop? I love doing these and I think I might just like keep on doing it all the time. And I said, bingo, you got it. This is not a seasonal thing. It's really just an amazing thing to do always. Um, but anyway, she just kept on receiving benefit after benefit from these conversations by going deeper, doing some research. Okay, what are companies in my area? Striking up conversations with then people who work at that company. Then she could have, I, actually, I haven't caught up with her in a bit, but I wouldn't put it past her. Maybe uh, this is an area that I would recommend continuing to go into, but then you could uh, make connections at that company and ask about their different teams. Um, if you even make a more of a personal nature connection with someone who's at the peer level, maybe they would really be willing to give you the skinny on like, which teams have the best boss <laughs> and you could apply to those. Really there you, any piece of information that is significant in making a big life decision, like a job, <laughs> uh, you could find it through having these intentional conversations. You do not need to just sit back and leave it up to chance. You don't have to. Of course, there's gonna be some elements, not like you can't ever make everything 100% certain, um, but goodness, does this leave you so much more empowered in your job search than most candidates allow themselves to be. Uh, so now I wanna talk about actually the number one rule for achieving career growth through informational interviews is this. Here's the rule. Never sit on a question or a thought, like never sit on one of these thoughts or questions. Like I have no idea what it would take to get into that kind of position. I would love to turn this passion into a career, but I have no idea how. I don't know if I could really, or I don't know what it would really be like working for that company. So I'm not sure, maybe maybe I should hold off. Maybe it wouldn't be good for me. I'm not sure what uh, you know this role really does. What would it be like? Could I actually do it? Could I pull that off? Would it be too hard? I don't know anyone who does that. I don't know the first thing about how to get my foot in the door in this industry. It's totally new to me. I don't have any experience in it. I have heard all these in a billion more and 
unfortunately, what I see as the common response is to, before you even let that doubtful or limiting thought or maybe obstacle, which it can be practical, it's fine. These aren't like super emotional statements. They're very practical questions actually. But oftentimes before someone even lets that be fully formed in their mind as a question, they caught, they just allow it to make them back down and say like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe that wouldn't work. I guess it wouldn't work. But you actually don't know. You could go ask people who have actually accomplished some in your mind, like a crazy career pivot from your exact industry, having no experience in this new industry, and then they were able to pull it off. Oh my gosh, with LinkedIn at your disposal, you could find a role model no matter who you are, okay? Uh, And then you could reach out to them and ask these questions. I'm kind of tempted to think this isn't possible or it's going to be too hard. Like, what do you think? Did you feel this? How did you get your foot in the door when you had no experience? Ask them. Um, So that's the number one rule. Just if you have a question that makes you want to just write off an option that's interesting to you, um, don't let yourself just write off this career idea explore it and ask those questions instead of just letting them fester in your mind ask them to the right people who could give you the real answer instead of just letting you be the final judge on what is and isn't possible i tend to believe that life truly just comes down to belief i actually wrote out in my personal journal um this just a few days ago wow God, like this lesson just keeps on hitting me over the head. And I wrote it out as truly, we only accomplish in life what we believe to be true, good, and possible. It's all about belief. And you absolutely, like with enough time, effort, and sacrifice required, you could get into most jobs, okay? I think just, again, given time and effort and sacrifice, are all jobs willing or worthy of that for you? Absolutely not. But whatever um, career option on your mind, yeah, if you allow yourself to believe it's possible, not just by brute force in your mind, like, okay, I believe, wow, any Polar Express fans out there, I definitely was just like, in my mind, in that movie, you know, where they're like shaking the jingle bell, like, I believe in he can't hear Santa's sleigh bell. It's so funny. Anyway, don't be that person. Informational interviews are the ticket to actually hearing the jingle bell and being like, whoa, oh my gosh, it's possible. Okay. If you're totally lost, please forgive me. But for those of you who are losing their minds, like, yes, I also love the Polar Express and that totally made sense to me. Please hit me up on Instagram. I would cry. That is so funny. Anyway, sorry, I'm cracking up at my own joke, but um, anyway, yeah. You just need to set examples before yourself, seek them out to show you it is possible. Others have done it. I could do this too. Um, It's often, um, we're asking a little bit much of our minds to just believe something is possible without even seeing any inkling of evidence. Um, So go seek out the evidence. Uh, It it could be available to you. But anyway, um, I also would like to just assert that if you have any questions like the ones that I spouted off, that common questions that hold people back, the first worst thing that you could do is, let me just affirm again, 
the first worst thing you could do is let that cross your mind and convince you to back down from the idea without seeking clear proof that you should or shouldn't go for it. Go seek the proof. The second worst thing you could do is only rely on Google to answer these big life questions, okay? One, Google is not the information, or sorry, <laughs> let me start over. Uh, one, not only is the information on Google potentially limited, but two, you're also missing the key opportunity to build relationships with people that can not only help you give the answer, get the answers to your questions, but also help you get opportunities in that field. Goodness, that should be the hook line and sinker, my friend. Um, and then three, here's another reason why you shouldn't just rely on Google. It's that the information you find there is going to be much less transformative and empowering in helping you make the decision than hearing it directly from the source, a real human who has accomplished something you're interested in and who knows something about what you're curious about. It's again, like I was saying, stories and examples change us, not facts. And but I teach in the Job Offer Accelerator program, which is the program I designed. It's like this amazing resource library, which is soon to be launched as a standalone program in just the next few weeks. I was so excited, but it's currently um, for the last seven months that it's been in very intense development. Gosh, just maybe I'm a little bit too much of a perfectionist, but it's all to your benefit. So over the last seven months that it's been in development, my deep dive clients have had access continually as these resources have been developed, been testing it out, seeing amazing results. Um, and it's all designed to help you land better job offers faster while also negotiating thousands more. That's right, even if you think salary negotiation is something that you can never do, you absolutely can, and I will teach you how. Um, but anyways, so um, really excited for that to be offered as a standalone program in the next few weeks. Um, but anyway, so I already teach all the details about how exactly to use informational interviews to your extreme favor in your job hunt, um, including this step-by-step -step process for finding the right people to reach out to, even if you're like, I don't know anyone who even knows anyone who does what I'm dreaming of. That's fine. I'll help you. Um, and then two, I'll provide you with multiple outreach scripts that are designed to give you a higher response rate, like extreme, like even scientifically designed to give you a higher response rate. Gosh, my cat is swarming my desk. Constantine, please. He always like Zoom call with the client podcast. He's he's on it and he is here and he is distracting me anyway. Um, I'm pretty sure that he invented the phrase simplify. Anyway, so, um, but yeah, I also give exactly what I was saying, the exact outreach scripts to give you a, a higher response rate, very, very strategically designed outreach scripts. So you're not like, this is awkward. I have no idea what to message, like cold email this person on LinkedIn. Don't worry, I'll show you. Um, and also the exact steps for how to handle that short conversations well to get your questions answered, build rapport and bust through lies that you're bothering them somehow, and even set you up for that person to potentially be a big time helper in helping you land that job opportunity you're dreaming of. Then I also share with my clients exactly how and when to follow up with that person to gain a career cheerleader, not just someone like, oh yeah, thanks Jimmy for that conversation. That was great. But no, turn Jimmy into like 
a huge career cheerleader that is rooting for your success years down the road, I will show you how to do that and build those kind of relationships through these conversations. Um, so pro tip to just close us out on this podcast episode. Um, oh, by the way, wow, I should have said, obviously, I want to invite you that if any of those strategies and that very specific tangible help and even scripts and strategies that I just shared about, if you want in on those, oh my gosh, sister, brother, doors open, come on. So you could join the job offer accelerator waitlist to get an early bird discount actually for when it launches um, in the next couple weeks. So that's only going to be available to the wait list. And so go ahead and wait, I don't want to misspeak. We'll see if we'll see what the wait list situation is actually. But um, anyway, you could go ahead and sign up for the wait list at kelseykemp.com slash job offer accelerator. It's also right on my homepage, which you can see. Um, I just updated my website actually. And also thank you so much for the website love. Everyone tells me that they have so much fun reading through it, feel super understood. They love my lively, weird very non-conformist website. So you can go check it out at kelseykemp.com. But anyway, just to close out this podcast episode, I wanted to share one major pro tip. Informational interviews are something that successful professionals never stop doing. Stay a passive candidate. Be open to new opportunities. Don't wait to job hunt once you're desperate. No, always be proactive. Oh my gosh, like I, I I actually have to hop off right now to get on a client call, but otherwise I would throw some major stats at you as to how much of a difference this makes in your career and how much more, uh, quote, valuable and desired and sought after recruiters see passive candidates who aren't desperate to get into another job, but are just like casually open to new opportunities. It actually makes an enormous difference. So anyway, informational interviews are a huge flipping deal in your career um, and will really allow you to continually equip yourself with the info you need to very thoughtfully and proactively design and grow toward your next career move. Seriously, the people who do these things consistently and have these fun, cool conversations and expand their network are the ones who win. This could be you. So easy. This is a cool thing. I'm inviting you to hop in on it. Um, But yeah, that is what I have for you today. I really hope that this series has continued to encourage you and equip you in networking. Um, Please let me know if there's any other particular topics along the line of networking that you would like me to cover before I round out this little mini series. I hope you've loved it. Um, As always, of course, you could go reach out to me on Instagram at Kelsey underscore the cult career or LinkedIn. I hang out there a lot as well. That's of course at Kelsey. Kemp. Um, Hey, what else? Oh, oh my gosh. You know what I would appreciate so much, like seriously, from the bottom of my heart so much is actually if you just clicked, like made one click for me, that would help out so much. Just one click. All you have to do is scroll down on your podcast app, especially I know how, well, I could at least explain how this works on um, Apple podcasts, but you scroll down on my little, uh, the podcast page for my show and then you see those little stars, you just click, click them, like click five stars, boom. Oh my gosh, that actually helps me so much. Um, you would be amazed how much a podcast actually hinges on that number. And even though we're rounding out at about 100 episodes now, I think we're only at around 49 or 50 
of those ratings, gosh, it would mean so much. I know that there's actually so many more of you out there that haven't done this yet. No shade. I actually need to go leave some reviews on my favorite podcast, but go after it. Gosh, that would really encourage me so much. So thank you so much if you choose to do that. Uh, Thank you for being a friend of the show. I'm excited to talk to you next week here, same time on Answer the Call. Adios.